Welcome in. It is episode number 110 of Jobbing Out. I, I've got no idea. No clue. You got something? Uh, no. Okay. Nah. Good. <laughs> That's what it is. It's uh, Glenn Clark, Aaron Oster, The Baltimore Sun, and Rolling Stone. And of course, the main event. Vent. 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 AJ Francis, The Washington <laughs> Redskins, and television star. Yeah, AJ Francis is he? Uh, you saw him this week on uh, CSN's Caps Overtime. Uh, unfortunately, because the Capitals lost, I believe he was banned forever. He can never come back <laughs> because uh, they need anything to get I, some. I was definitely the shining star of that show. Shout out Primo and Epico. <laughs> well, not anymore. They are not the shining That's stars right. anymore. That's they are right. the Colognes. All right, so um, we got a lot to do this episode. I am so excited. Joining us this week, he is coming to Ramshead Live July 13th. He is the funniest man on the planet. He is amazing, and he is a huge pro wrestling fan. Ron Funches is our guest this week on GCR, and I am so excited. In fact, I can tell you that AJ sucks because he had to go back to his, he had to have a job again this week and had to go get back to playing football. So he was unable to be a part of the interview. Aaron and I had to do it without him. Sucks to suck. <laughs> it was a 10. But the good news, AJ, is if you can come back on July 13th, I'm pretty sure we're going to be able to hang out with Ron Funches. That because, sounds amazing. Yeah, that, also, yeah. This, also, this is jobbing out, not GCR. Oh, did I say GCR? Oh, yeah. I'm an idiot. I'm an idiot. I'm an idiot. No, you're right. I, I'm an idiot. I don't idiot. know if you know this or not, but this is a different show. <laughs> it's, a, it's a totally different show. It's sort of like how <laughs> Staten Island and New Jersey are totally different places. Come on. Which is why Carmella and Liz, Mor- and Liz Morgan gonna, don't, are definitely aren't the same character. You watched Jersey Shore, didn't you? They're I completely did, different. They're totally different places. Sorry, I apologize for that. But I am looking forward to talking to Ron Funches a little bit later on in the program. That will be a 10. Uh, let's start this week uh, with SmackDown, as this is the first full week removed from the uh, Superstar Shake-Up. And... I, I, <laughs> We have look, a new number one contender. Look, I, I saw AJ tweet. I, I think, I think, I think him with the Bollywood Boys is going to be a ten. I, I really do. I don't doubt it. Look, <laughs> and, and let's make this very clear. Uh, AJ and Jinder are friends, and Jinder came on this show and was awesome when he came on this show. And as a performer goes, I don't have a knock at all on Jinder at whatsoever. I've got no knock on him as a performer. He's good in the ring. His character is good on the mic. Like he can, and he looks like a brick shit house. I mean, the well, man, he, looks, <laughs> he looks like an alien almost now. Right? He yeah, he doesn't. He doesn't look human anymore. Um, it 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 was certainly unexpected. <laughs> I, I guess we have to start. There's there's two I things. I would have bet the house on Luke Harper winning that well, just I, because of the, the Luke Harper at Randy Orton. I thought right. it'd be a cool way. Like obviously, it would be awesome if Jinder won the WWE title, but I don't know if that's the direction they go. <laughs> Could you imagine? So, I mean, I mean, we've come this far. You're right. It's, I mean, he's one Randy Orton ankle turn in the house show away from right. the WWE champ. Right. So, but, um, yeah, I, I could see, like, I just assumed that they were going to, you know, oh, after he's done with Bray, you know, finish up with, with Luke because it would make sense that it's a one-month little thing. Even, even he, Rowan might have made some sense yeah, with exactly. it. Yeah, It's one of those would have worked. You know, I, I did not see this coming, but... With the addition of the Bollywood Boys in his back, in his uh, having his back, this could be very good for him. I mean, 
I just still don't think he's going to beat Randy Orton at payback, but I think it could be very good for him. Look, I have no, I am not, oh God, stop. I got to stop for a second. The big problem I had with twofold, the number one contenders match for this secondary title was a main event between, and say whatever you want to say about, about Sammy and, and I, AJ Styles is the biggest name in professional wrestling. He was involved with, there's the biggest, not name, that's wrong. He is the biggest star today. In, yes. He is professional wrestling. At He's the, the most important person in professional wrestling right now. He was in that match. And it was the yeah. main event. Yeah, yeah but it, the, because he was in it. I mean, it's clear, that, yes, should AJ have Styles been in the number one contender match for this? Right. If he, if he didn't win the other one? Yes. Should Baron Corbin have been in the number one contendership for this match since he didn't yeah. win? That was we- that was the weirdest yes. part. Why wasn't well, Corbin in this match? Why uh, wouldn't uh, Shinsuke Nakamura be in this well, match? Come on, you have to earn it. As Shane said, you have to earn your spot. And Shinsuke Nakamura has not had a single what win in Jinder WWE. Mahal do to earn his hey, spot he was the match. second to last person in the Andre the Giant well, Memorial true. Battle Royal. That so clearly, true. it means something because now is, he is the is, number is, one contender. That is a a legitimate point <laughs> in some way. Now, Andre the Giant. Now, as, as we knew, as we knew all along, it matters a great deal. It matters so much because it gets you into a number one. They should have, if they would have, by the way, cleaned that cleaned up. That, yeah, said, that would have gone a long way. It would have gone a really long way if they had just referenced that at some point during the broadcast. Um, I, I get it. I, it's the problem is you have so much excitement on SmackDown. That this being the first thing you're going to do as a main event does not reek. Well, of, it's not going to be the main event. It's not going to be the main event of what is it, it backlash? It might go, it honestly might go on before AJ Kevin Owens. Well, it, it'll go on before, it AJ might go Kevin on before Owens. Shinsuke Ziggler. Yeah. Like th- this could be a nine o'clock match right here. And that's, I, I, I don't get that. I just, look, I, I, and I, I don't, I don't know how to say both of these things. If I say this, it feels like I'm disparaging Jinder Mahal and I don't want to disparage Jinder Mahal. I like Jinder Mahal. He's been a jobber up to this point. Right, for the most part, that's true. Yeah, I mean, like that—that's what you're getting at, pr- yeah, pretty much. I, but I, but I have no problem with somebody who deserves more getting more. And Jinder yeah, Mahal, we all like Dolph Ziggler too, Aaron. Yeah, well, I mean, but, but Dolph Ziggler's not—he's a former champion. You know what I mean? He's not a—he's—he certainly even had accomplished more than Jinder Mahal. But I, we all, we all can appreciate the work that performers do, and I'm not. At, you have to do something, but it feels as though there's supposed to be like an intermediary step that we're yeah. like. Jinder Mahal should be the number one contender for the for the secondary title, or, or go on a two month run where he wins and then you get you know it's, here's right. here's here's what this feels like to me, and and you may not agree. It seems like they kind of worked backwards here. They thought, okay, here's what we need. We're going to do this AJ Owens thing for whatever reason, whether it's they they want to get just get that match out of the way, whether it's that they want to put. The U.S. title on AJ for whatever reason they wanted to get. Well, that. no, they just want to establish AJ as a face. That's or, 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 but for whatever reason they they set that up. They said we need a one month and an exactly one month stopgap here for Randy Orton. We want him. Maybe it's that we want to wash away this Bray Wyatt thing. We want to get him away from it. We we want something for one month. We want him to go over cleanly here. We want him to look dominant. We want him to just reestablish himself away from Bray for one month. Who can we put in that role just as a one-month feud just to get over? And they landed on Jinder Mahal. And it worked because he was booed out of the building. Well, yeah. I mean, and that, that certainly establishes Randy Orton as a face, and he gets to be a super heel in the process. Right. And that 
It works. Even with Jinder getting taking the loss at Backlash, he's going. Oh, it's yeah, it's, to, yeah. He's it's, going to get way more heat than he's had in the last three months. Obviously, the the one thing that I really didn't like was that after he wins, after he cuts the, a pretty good promo, you have Orton come out, you have Orton stand next to Jinder, and you have Jinder stand there as Orton cuts a promo on another guy. I thought that was a terrible, terrible look for Jinder, but. Other than that, yeah, I mean, this hypothetically, you know, you can't be in a worse position than he is, so this should put him in a better position. Yeah, I mean, it definitely puts him in a better position. There's no question about that. Um, if they if they have true direction for him, if this thing with the Bollywood Boys is is the start of a faction of some sort, is trying to create another super heel on a show in which they now have Randy Orton and AJ Styles as a top face, and you know, only the biggest face in all of professional wrestling and Shinsuke Nakamura. Then, well, I thought you were going to say John Cena, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, is he still in professional wrestling? Um, then, sort of. Then he, I, I kind of was, I kind of was thinking with the Kevin Owens open challenge thing, which Aaron thought was a dud. I thought how they did, like, I, I agree that it would have been cool if they would have debuted Mike Bennett or. Yeah, Bennett. well, that that was my my whole or, thing was I they, wanted Bennett. I just I wanted know, Bennett to they, come out or there. Or they could have just did a kind of thing where they did with a. Uh, with uh, John Cena, where it could have been anybody, and it would just been a good match, and that would have worked too. But I think this worked so much better for Kevin Owens' character. Oh, it was wonderful. The 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 graphic, the tron, just everything about it. Graphic was a ten. Oh, it was a ten and a half. Everything about it was wonderful. I just was going to be disappointed if it wasn't Mike Bennett. Like that that was the position uh, I had put myself. I, I had worked myself. On, so we're there. not really trying to debate whether or not Kevin Owens is the face of America, are we? He's absolutely he's clearly the, the face, face of America. Of America. That, this is I factual. Mean, yeah. Yeah. I mean, come on, boys. No, it was amazing. It it was amazing, and Kevin Owens is amazing. But I I, I get the concept of right now, just the way things line up. You need a top face more than you need a t- or sorry, you need a top heel more than you need a top face. Now I I think that should be Rusev. Like that's my but he's injured, right? So in the meantime, you got to find somebody. This is. It is. I, I thought they'd land on Corbin. I, I'm, that's my one big surprise on this. And, and it might simply be that, like I said, going, you know, working a backwards process here, we think Orton's going to win, probably win decisively, and they didn't want to put Corbin into that situation right that now. Is, that's exactly the reason that Jinder's going to, because Jinder is the only true heel on the roster currently, right now, that would, on the SmackDown roster, that would actually benefit from a one month build to a title match in which he loses cleanly. Yeah. Yeah. And and the feud ends there. Like he's the I can't think of anyone else that that would benefit. Oh, I don't yeah. I, I don't think there is and I'm trying I'm like I'm rolling through all of them in my head. Like maybe Eric Rowan. Right, I don't I think Jinder works better yeah, than Ro- Eric Rowan. And also do we know and, if Eric Rowan's a face or well, a heel and, and, right and, now? And, well, I, he's presumably a heel because he was presumably, with Presumably, yeah. but that But, but also if, so... if, if the idea is we want to get away from the stink of the past month with Bray Wyatt, you can't put Rowan there. That that doesn't work. Then it just continues yeah. the Bray Wyatt. You're doing, the, you're doing helps, the same thing, right? It also helps the fact that it, like you said earlier, there is no doubt Randy Orton is a face. No doubt whatsoever that Randy Orton is a face right now, and that's because Jinder got booed out of the building. Yep. yep. Out of the building. Correct. Like Correct. it was more heat than I think anyone had all night. Uh, probably, probably, and, it, and now. Is that nuclear heat because of the result of a match, or is it nuclear heat that can translate 
to just that guy. And, and what what did it have anything to do with both. the Finn Balor thing? You know, we're uh, Grant. I don't know how many people really were aware of that or not, I, but I don't even know what you're referring to. Oh, he he. Uh, there there was a the thought that he had concussed uh, Finn in his match last week with him. Oh, like he, yeah, he took I a mean, really I, hard for Yeah, I mean, people online were all up in arms about it, but I don't think that's the arena crowd necessarily. Yeah, I, but I, yeah. I did not know that whatsoever, so it, it didn't impact me at all. Look, but didn't, that doesn't make sense because Finn Balor wrestled Monday night. Well, but there was a coming out of it. Like, he, you could clearly see a tough blow he took, and he did go through the concussion protocol. So Yeah, but he wrestled the night before, so anyone that would still think that... On Tuesday, well, but it was right? still an error. Yeah. You know, there, there were... Look, as we said before, people are idiots. I saw plenty of people on Twitter saying, oh, he almost concusses Finney. You know, he's a reckless wrestler and he still gets this shot. Again, idiots, yes, but they're out there. Uh, world's full of them. That's true. Um, look, I, I, we'll, wrap, we'll wrap up this part of it by just sort of saying this is – it's a unique way about going, of going about doing this. I think there's another problem, which is there's a lack of excitement about Randy Orton. And the, which and, translate to a lack of excitement about the WWE title. Right. That's the biggest, to me, having your first match out of WrestleMania, your first title match, be the third or fourth match on the card. That's the biggest it, issue. I mean, it could be the third or fourth match, but I don't think it will be. No, well, I don't I, think but, it but when, when it comes to excitement level, like whatever, however they position it, it's going to be, you know, the the buzz going into it is going to be about AJ Owens. It's going to be about Ziggler Nakamura. Well, yeah, because yeah, that's, that's not where the first time that's happened on SmackDown. Right. But but I'm saying coming out of it, that that's my one issue is, is you know, if this is the start but of a new year, literally every week on SmackDown, like every pay per view on SmackDown, there has been a match that was in the undercard that had way more buzz than the main event. Um, I don't know about every pay per view. Anything that wasn't okay, okay, okay and hang on, hang on, anything that wasn't style Cena. Anything did, that wasn't did, style Cena. Did, did, the, the first did the Miz main event any of those pay-per-views when he was in the Grand Champion? No, he didn't. Because, because uh, he had the most buzz of anyone at that time. No, it, when they were on, whenever it was style Cena that had the most buzz of anything. Style Cena was the show for I a little. I still while. don't think it. I, I, I think September think that Styles the the Styles first title match on SmackDown, the first Styles Ambrose match, I think had the most buzz in that one. The, back in September. Yeah, that's not true. All of us were singing the Miz's praises since the no, summer. No, Miz was great. You're right. He was absolutely great. There's and no question. everything he did was gold for yes, the longest you're, you're time. Yes, you're 1,000% right about that. Nobody's debating that. I Look, I don't think it's the end of the world. And when I say that, I'm not, I don't want this to get carried away. I, I think there's a troubling thing where Randy Orton, we just go through this with Randy Orton, where we just say this is dry again. That's sort of the Randy Orton story of his career. We all know he's great. We all know he's an excellent performer. But... It's just sort of not there. You can't get an arena full of everyone to be excited about Randy Orton. There will always be people that, because he's Randy Orton, will be happy to see him, but you just can't get fervor behind Randy Orton. It's not the end of the world. It it, it works like that with a lot of people. I disagree. Um, really? Uh, yes, he had so much. What do you mean, really? Nobody had more fervor going up until the last month of his... his uh. His feud with Bray. Literally, he came but back. But that was something he, very different. The, he this... came, let me finish. He came back and he fought Lesnar and he had so much juice. Even after he lost to Lesnar, he was still getting the biggest pops of the night, which is why when he joined the Wyatts, the Wyatts immediately rose to the top of the card. And they were hot, red hot for the longest time. Even during their initial dissension when it was him and Luke Harper and him and Bray Wyatt going against each other. And even initially when Randy Orton burned uh, Sister Abigail to death 
already dead. I don't understand how they want <laughs> I mean, really want to have this conversation <laughs> again. All of that red hot. You know what I'm saying? And then I, I think you're just... I don't remember him being red hot in the fall. I, he was red hot with the, or, the Wyatt stuff because it was different, because it was something that you were doing with him. When you just fall back to he's you Randy Orton. That, you do realize the Wyatt stuff was in the fall, right? When did it start? Well, I, I mean, mean they when made did he, no, when, in one Survivor Series. When, when did he turn right, and become part? Turn? That was after it the got hot when he turned. I, that was after the October pay per view. Right. Which is the fall. Yeah, you're right. That's the fall. I, I mean, I, time's running together for me. That's fine. I, I think that Randy Orton gets stale. I think that Randy Orton gets stale. Yeah, the, that is a, that's not an argument that I'm, I'm not disagreeing with that statement. I'm just saying you're acting like he's been stale for the entire No, I think he gets and stale. And he, Especially as a face. Face Orton, right, as I, in particular, tends to get stale. I think you go through this thing where they it's always been safe for them to go back to Randy Orton. It's just what they do. Go back to Randy Orton. Go back to Randy Orton. And that's fine. I, I get it. He's Randy Orton. He's a goddamn Hall of Famer. I understand why you do it. But when you do that and you just go back to he's Randy Orton, he does an RKO – there's sort of not really anything else that people grasp onto. You can only do so many amazing RKOs, and trust me, he's done plenty of them. Nobody's arguing with that. That you've got to have something else there. And I think when your package is, well, it's Randy Orton, it gets stale. And I, I, I worry about that. And that, to me, Jinder Mahal doesn't help it. Now, it's a stopgap. We're going to come out of it. There's going to be something on the other side, and I hope it's something. I think, I think Jinder Mahal helps it way more than it hurts it because nobody's going to cheer Jinder Mahal. No, there's no doubt that nobody's going to cheer. Yeah, it helps in. And, and, and if, I mean, if I'm them, I, maybe not a complete squash, but I have him, you know, bust out all of the things that we, you know, still very clearly make a face, but all the things that we do get behind for Orton, kind of the ruthlessness, the, you know, maybe you set up the punch or something. You kind of give us a little tease of, what we always, what we, when we praise Randy Orton, what we praise about him. You know, as much as I don't like to say, say this about a, a challenger, especially a challenger in a position, I, I don't give any consideration to gender if I'm building them. I use this to build Orton as much as I can and make him a true badass, especially, especially if someone like Kevin Owens is around the corner for Orton. Yeah. Yeah. I would, I would He's do not. Something. Well, who is then? Could be anyone, but it's not going to be Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens is not going to lose the belt to Jericho or AJ Styles. Well, if we're assuming if we're assuming we're doing this to keep Orton a face, it's I mean, it would have to be Baron Corbin. Corbin but you know, be. then I mean, it's it's Cor- it's, Baron Corbin. It, it, I mean, I have no problem with Baron Corbin, but is that like let's assume? Right? Is that what is that? Is that your SummerSlam match? Could be. It could also be Money in the Bank. I don't know what your SummerSlam match is. And, and that's what I'm thinking is like, going through this, if we're, if we're doing this to establish Orton as a face, the only guy who I can think of, to, you know, for SummerSlam to try to truly establish I don't know why is we're, Owens. I don't know why we're getting so confused about this. It's going to be Randy Orton and John Cena at SummerSlam. It's a new match they're trying. These, <laughs> it's a fresh matchup. But they wanted it. We had never seen it before. The, the, this guy who, who needs the, uh, the push of a money in the bank briefcase. Yeah, this yeah, is yeah. a, <laughs> All right, let's knock out a few other things from SmackDown this week. Um, Charlotte into the main event in the women's division because, of course, Charlotte Char- is yeah. in the main event. I, I don't like the way they did it, but I, I always hate the beat, beat the champ to get the same match next week. I just I hate that gimmick, that, that trope as a whole. I think it, you know, because the suit presumably, well, not necessarily, but, you know, let's say she wins next week and then they have another match of payback. All of a sudden we're having three of the same matches in five weeks. Mm. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm not thrilled about that, but I do like the way they set up 
you know, kind of Charlotte is this tweener. You have the three clear heels there, and and we see where we go from there. I don't mind. That. I think that he, I don't think she's gonna win next week. I think the heels are gonna cost Charlotte, which doesn't really make sense. But it's because it's to try to help they her would be get... helping Naomi. Yeah. But it would if you cost Charlotte. You can make Charlotte a face. Yeah, it's, right. It's quicker to get her there. I yeah, agree. you know what I'm saying. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense if if you position it where they're, you know, especially if you're going to position Charlotte as the top face, where the heels are way more afraid of Charlotte, and you really position her as like the you know the superhero type situation. It, it makes sense in that way. If that's the case, which is what I think they're going to do, who do you think takes the belt? Because then Naomi's probably going to, if she doesn't, I don't think she's going to drop it to Charlotte, but that means she's going to drop it soon. Charlotte's probably going to win at SummerSlam. Who do you, what heel do you think you give that moment to? Tamina. I, I, Tamina's a good one. I think personally, you bank on the match they had at, in NXT. Oh, you, you get, get Natalia. Yeah. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense, and it gives you sort of a moment for Natalia in the process as well. I yeah. think I think Tamina is the one you can get over as a monster. We talked about that last week, and yeah. so I think that's why that would become viable that that she just is monsters her way into the title. And what about yeah, Maria? I thought that they were going to use her. What to about who? Maria. If, if we're assuming the Bennets are coming over, like, oh. and and we're assuming this is a long term. Like, I you know I think if Charlotte gets the title, Nobody she's holding can it. Blue Maria's ass, bro. I, if if she does the character she was doing Nobody in Ring of Honor can and TNA, that ass. Yeah. Well, I mean. I mean it's hard, it's hard no. to argue. <laughs> I I was having the when we went to the Ring of Honor the one time. It, oh man, it was so it was Bro. such a. Look, I, I love I love Ring of Honor, but dude. the burden of watching like six straight hours of of and I think we had worked early in the day or something like that. So like it was just a long. Oh day. yeah, it was after a, it was after Maryland. Yeah, game. it was yeah. a long day. And I but when Maria came the out, the moment Maria came out, I'm just like, oh, I'm okay again. I'm good. <laughs> it was like oh, literally dude, watching I a man mean, wake up from being to the spring game on Saturday. Uh, I can't. I gotta work. Uh, I may have to do wedding stuff, but it's it's okay, possible. You guys are the worst. Got it. Just you, make sure. you you missed Ron Funches today because you had to work. Go fuck yourself. Okay. Yeah, but uh, Ron Funches and the Maryland Spring Game. Yes. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You really yeah. Trying yeah. To do this? Uh, dude. You really trying to well, do I, this? I mean, but to me, it's. I mean, I played at Maryland. Well, right. Yeah. I'm not a loser that just went there. You <laughs> right. know. Oh. I actually played there, oh. so it means look at you. Me. You're so much better than everybody else. You're so much better than us. I've actually played in the spring game, so it kind of means something to me. <laughs> what, what does this spring, what does the spring game, game actually mean? mean? Seriously, stop it. Um, uh, okay, what else? What else happened on SmackDown? Jeez, everything runs together. Um, oh, okay. So, we, oh, the cologne, the cologne, the colognes. Yep. Yeah. And and I really wonder the fact that they are the colognes now. They're not the shining stars. Is their Carlito is is Carlito on the horizon? Their butts still said. Shining stars. Yeah, but they can fix that. Yeah. They can get new butts. Like, hey guys, I, I'm the seamstress. I'm going to need a new ass, please, if you don't mind. Yeah, I think you can do that. Um, yeah, that would make a lot of sense. And we, you know, they do, it fits in with the type of star they were trying to bring back yeah. for the last couple of years. And there was clearly enough. God, I hope so. There was enough there with Carlito that they were willing to bring him back. I know that Carlito had been really shitty after they fired him, but. They're willing to come have him speak at his father's Hall of Fame induction. And so. everyone should when they leave and then they realize, oh, wait, WWE can pay me more yeah, money right. than I can I'm, get I'm, anyone else. I'm going to mellow out a little bit here. Wait, I was a huge dick and now I'm not making as much money. Let <laughs> so, me be less of a dick. So weird. So weird how that ends up working out, no doubt. Um, yeah, look, I, I'm, I don't know that I'll be excited about the colognes. Like, I, they're fine. You know, it's the same. With Carlito, I will be a lot more excited about them than I am. And it would, it would give you maybe something with the New Day, although how they're long They're the is... most underappreciated. I don't understand it. They do, everybody, 
all these internet fans bitch about guys that are great wrestlers that don't get opportunities for one reason or another. And the Shining Stars, a.k.a. the Colognes, put on fantastic matches every time they're out there. I've, and f- nobody – and the fans just – all the internet fans are just like, oh, well, they're just two Puerto Rican guys that I don't really care about. Dude, these guys are fantastic. I, their new, I, their I understand new what you're saying. It's amazing. I understand what you're saying. Let me Let me retort. I don't think it's the fans' fault, and I don't think it's the Cologne's fault. I think it's their usage, and I think that's the problem, is that you're not I, – I, I think it's a Jinder Mahal-like feeling where I like the Colognes. I think they deserve better, but – I've seen them for eight years now. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I, I... – No, you haven't, Aaron. Los Matadores are different people. <laughs> oh, oh, AJ, you're you're such a you're such an asshole. Okay. Uh, <laughs> all right. Is there anything else that we have to touch on from SmackDown? Uh, well, either SmackDown or Raw. But what what I uh, mentioned to you before oh, yeah, the show start, about, we have to talk about how Shinsuke Nakamura has no juice. What do you mean he's no juice? Well, he has he has nothing going for him. The fans don't care about him, right? What are you? I mean, yeah, he's he's terrible. Nobody likes him. Nobody's interested in him whatsoever. It's just awful. Well, I mean, that's the rule because that's what you used to say about Baron Corbin when you only had a video. <laughs> right, right. Because uh, one guy that shows up for the first time and has one video is clearly the same as a guy that's been around for eight months and they've done seven different videos for. And by the way, still do another new video like every three weeks. It's obviously I'm just league. saying these are your rules. I didn't come up. With no, no, no. it's obviously the same thing when a guy first. I, I do think it's weird that you're three weeks, you're your second week in and he wasn't on the show. Well, I, I think, like, I do think that was I, weird. I think they want to wait for the match till the pay per view. I don't think they're going to have him wrestle till then. Well, I don't think he has to wrestle. I just think it's weird that he's not there. You know what I mean? Like, I, I think when you have somebody who's such an obvious rock star, it's yeah. weird to not have them on your show. Now, maybe what they're doing is it might be that they're worried about like burn fatigue on the entrance. Yeah. That you want to keep the entrance special. And so they don't want to do it every week. And I do think there is something to be said for that. Should do a backstage promo or something. Correct. Yes. That's That would be my thought. And I, I don't think it's nuts to think that. I mean, I'm just saying it's weird that he doesn't matter anymore because he had a video. <laughs> you're going to keep doing it as if you're going to try to get this over on me. And you're not going to get it over on me. It's not going to happen. How jealous are you that you're not Serena Williams' baby daddy? Oh, so very jealous. Yeah, like really ridiculously jealous. By the way, Serena Williams won the Australian Open while pregnant. pregnant. It's amazing. Yep. It's so amazing. Can we talk about that? Uh, I mean, I, I don't know how it's humanly possible, but... What is more impressive, that or Braun Strowman tipping an ambulance? Ooh, ooh, that is a good think piece, Aaron. I, I look forward to you writing about it in Rolling Stone. Absolutely. Would, would, you, <laughs> would you rather Wednesday? Sounds good. Yeah. Right? <laughs> if only there was a show where I did... <laughs> can't think of what that would be. I think it's called Jobbing Out. <laughs> That's the one. That's the one where I do Would You Rather Wednesday. Everybody knows that. All right. When we come back in, we will switch gears. We'll talk about uh, what happened on Raw this week. And uh, don't forget, Ron Funch is still to come on this week's program. I'm Glenn. He's Aaron. And he's the main event. Oh, right. He doesn't say it multiple times because it's not the first or the last one. I always forget that. Mm. It's only the first and the last. AJ France, the Washington Redskins. This is Jobbing Out. The latest edition of Press Box is available now. On the cover, Kevin Eck looks into the deep connection. Former Ravens Terps receiver Tory Smith shares with the city of Baltimore. Plus, Baltimore celebrities share their favorite seats, Camden Yards, to celebrate the ballpark's 25th birthday. Press Box is available for free at over 500 area locations, including 60 World Farm stores. You can 
also find the entire edition as well as the best daily coverage of the Ravens, Orioles, and Terps at PressBoxOnline.com. Now through May 31st, Full Circle Tyrant Auto is running a special to support the Joppatown Lions achieve their dreams of helping the community receive free eye exams for people ages six months and up. Full Circle Tyrant Auto is giving away free brake pads with all brake repairs. Again, you only pay the labor and 10% of all repairs will be donated. A set of four new tires means $30 donated to the Joppatown Lions to help them achieve their dreams. That's at Full Circle Tire and Auto, 1304 Governor's Court, Unit 110 in Abingdon. You can give them a call, 410-676-CARS. That's 410-676-2277. Or find them on Facebook by searching Full Circle Tire and Auto. It's where I take my vehicle when I need repairs. Full Circle Tire and Auto, give them a call today. Our children's futures start at a very young age, and Catholic schools prepare them for that future. Academic excellence with the belief that all students will succeed. A balanced curriculum, integrating music and arts, foreign language and Catholic faith, while challenging students in the areas of science, math, and technology. Discover the Catholic school's difference. Please visit archbalt.org slash schools. That's A-R-C-H-B-A-L-T dot org slash schools for more information. Hey, this is Stan the Fan, the old wily veteran of Baltimore baseball talk. While my fastball might not sit at 95 miles per hour anymore, we'll get by talking baseball just the same every Saturday morning from 10 to 12. Craig Heist will be co-hosting most weeks, and together our baseball Rolodexes will provide you, the listeners, with some compelling talk about the national pastime, the teams you like to root for, and all the machinations going on within the 2017 baseball season. That's the Battle Round, every Saturday from 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. Listen here or see us on Facebook Live. I be talking cash, nigga. What you know about that, nigga? Yeah, you know I'm that, nigga. Just a quarter bad, nigga. Like my nigga. Back in here, segment number two. It is jobbing out. Glenn Clark, Aaron Oster, the Baltimore Sun, and Rolling Stone, and the main event. AJ Francis of the Washington Redskins. Uh, that was a uh, that was a neat song that we brought everybody back with for segment number two, right? That that yeah. new hit single. New hit. It's a hit single, baby. Yeah. Everybody loves it. European. You're, and that was Drake, right? <laughs> I, I, I hope. That was from the new Kendrick uh, record, right? That was where that I, was from? Uh, yeah, I mean, it's comparable. <laughs> um, it's available now, right? Tell everybody about yeah. it. Yeah, you know, my new single I just dropped is called European. Um, it's funny because every single thing that I say in that song, I actually did um, in Europe. It was dope. Uh, or I've actually already done in Europe. It's dope. Um, it's, uh, on iTunes, Apple Music, Spotify, Google Play. Um, it's on something called Boom Play in Africa. Literally every single streaming Pretty service cool. that there is. <laughs> every single streaming service that there is. You can listen to European. You can, uh, search European and Frank is my rap name and it's F-R-A-N cent sign because dollars make sense. How do you do the cent sign on my keyboard though? I just realized I don't know how uh, to do it. You gotta, it's like, uh, the option. If you, have, if you have a Mac. Yeah. It's option and the dollar sign. Option dollar sign. No shit. Yeah. Oh, it just worked. How about that? 
Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. Uh, and it's, if you're doing it on your phone, um, it's just hold the dollar sign logo and the send sign comes up. Okay. All right. Very cool. Very cool, man. Well, that's awesome. Uh, we got to hear that one when we were down in Orlando. And I, again, I wanted to lie and say that I haven't had the hook in my head for a little while, but I had. And so I... Thus is the point. I, I, I loved Mix walking downstairs. Who Who is that guy you were playing when yeah, right. I was sleeping? Right. <laughs> No, that was cool, man. That was very, very cool. So pick that up right now. And uh, also, don't forget, AJ's got a birthday party coming up. Uh, Aaron and I just got our tickets. Yeah, buddy. We'll be there for uh, May 7th, correct? Are you getting a first yeah. pitch again? Do you know? Uh, no, because I, I had to go early last time. It just kind of fucked up the vibe. And the game's at one thirty, so it's just it's just a whole – I would have to literally, like, get there. Everybody's going to get there probably at the Jimmy's at, like, 11 12-ish, so we can get on the bus, uh, like do the birthday kick thing, whatever, and um, and before we get on the bus and go to the game, and I'd have to leave at like 11:30 to get there and do it. It's just, it's just a pain in the ass. So this year I'm not throwing out the first pitch, um, but I am excited. Our seats are sick. Where are they? Uh, first row in outfield between huh. center field and uh, left. And so, left. so we can do an angle. You suck at whoever the left fielder is. Right. Dude, dude, you clear. You guys clearly weren't there last year because last year, my friend, like you guys are f- good, good friends of mine. But you guys are also. You know how painful like, that was for him to choke that down. By the way, right? Like, exactly. Need to really think about whether or not he was going to finish that sentence. He's like, you guys are. Yeah, I guess I had you in my house. So I got to admit it. You know. But I will say you guys are like even though you're idiots when it comes to wrestling stuff sometimes <laughs> you guys are, you guys are way less idiots than my other friends so ah, ah, so so the heckling that was taking place last year got to a point where like it was absurd but it was awesome um we it was just you'll see it when you get there bro it, I'm excited. You, right. you're talking about a, a angle you suck champ that would probably be the nicest thing that happens to the guy <laughs> <laughs> that's playing an outfield all right so uh get your tickets right now go to jimmysfamousseafood.com and it's uh, then click on the events tab and you'll see it right there o's white Sox on may 7th and aj's birthday it's a lower level ticket it's a uh, bus and beer and it's just going to be a great time. We're all going to be hanging Fantastic out. Fantastic time. So, and I'm going to get before we leave Jimmy's. I know damn well that and, I'm getting. A, and you get a and you get a the t-shirt. I'm going to send you guys the design right now. Uh, um, Jimmy sent me the design last night. It's a the t-shirt last year because I always do a wrestling themed t-shirt because you know I'm cool. <laughs> and um, la, uh, he sent me the designs last year. We did O O's Day Rocks. So okay, like, okay. Yeah, it was a yeah. play on it was yeah, a play yeah. on New Day and 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 Darren O'Day. It was yep. cool. This year, uh, we're doing the Baltimore Club. Oh, <laughs> it's not bad. Oh, I love that. It's not bad. Oh, that's really I'm gonna great. Send, so I'm gonna send you guys a picture right now. That's cool. And when you get it, you'll look at it, and I that's would love cool, to hear your reaction. That is really cool. All right, get your tickets to come uh, join us for AJ's birthday on May seventh. As uh, we're doing the Orioles White Sox game and hanging out at Jimmy's, it's going to be a great, great day. All right, um, now to WWE Raw from this week. Um, Braun Strowman. Braun Strowman and it is big- wonderful. Braun Strowman. I'm going to say this right now. Braun Strowman is the most must think, must see, watch thing on WWE right now. When he shows up on the screen, I, I feel like you have to watch it more than just about anybody. I mean, there's a lot of must watch guys right now, but he's definitely. 
on the list. I mean, he's he's great. Oh, that is such a good T-shirt. That is. <laughs> it is. I, I told you. Oh <laughs> damn, that's good. That's a good T-shirt. Um, he's definitely look. I, I look. The first response from a lot of people was, it's funny. My um, my buddy guy, guy messaged me and he said, guy. Yeah, right. He's actually this, good. He's a good. This this fucking guy. Right. <laughs> no, he's he's actually a good guy. Um, he messaged me and he said, "Is he is he the guy? He's right." <laughs> Not a good guy. He's not a bad guy. He's just guy. Guy. <laughs> guy. That's just who he is. Um, no guy messaged me and he said, like shamefully, like where he knows that he shouldn't, but he can't help it anyway. He just said, I know I shouldn't mark out ever. Oh, hang on. Even when you see it coming a mile away, tease so much, no LEDs on the ring posts. Yeah. Even when they've done the same exact angle three times now, the ring imploding on Raw still makes me mark out every time. It works. It works. Um, you're right. Yes, it, it does. I, it, I don't. I don't get the people who are like, "Oh, it's happened." To, like the last time it happened was five and a half years ago. Like, let's not pretend this is something that happens every year. And, I get it's not before, as and before, special. And before then, it was what two thousand three. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. They, they were, we're talking about three times in fourteen years here. This isn't. A, they they haven't overdone it. Right. I I don't disagree. I and obviously this one then oversold by the ref, which it, were, oh know. it was one that was the best part of it. Yeah, it you, was clearly it was not oversold. No, how it dare was, you? It was perfect. <laughs> right, it really was perfect. Um, I I wish there was another angle. Like I, this is the one thing that I felt coming out of that. I wish they still would have had Braun pin the Big Show. Like at the end of it, yeah. I, I wish that there would have been another. I mean, standing up was cool. That that was a different. That was a different angle. It was yeah. the first time that ever happened. Right. Yeah, and that was cool. And so I'm with you. I I thought for some reason in that moment, I really wanted it because it's the big show. His job is to to put job. over other. Right, yeah. Correct. So like, I really wished in that moment that they would have had him then roll over and say, "No, count the three. I thought that would have been like, "Holy shit, that's badass!" Right. Yeah. You're right. I hope the same thing, but when he just stood up and walked away and then was a fucking tank on the... Oh, no, no, and no, even, no, no. even before that, the, you know, dumping Kalisto in the trash can, just everything he did during that, that was all great. Yep. It was all, it was all perfect and exactly how he should be booked. Yep. No, it's great. And, and it does risk that people are going to like him too much because what he's doing is too awesome and that's a, that's a good problem for them. If what comes from this is they try to make Braun the biggest heel, and in the process they end up making him a big face, it's not hard to take somebody else who's a face and make them a heel. Finn Balor can become a heel. It's not hard. You know what I mean? Like, they can do other things if that's what ends up coming from this. I don't think they're there yet, but I think that if they continue to go, I think at some point they have to stop making him too awesome, or that will become an issue for them. And if they do, if it does... Just take one of these faces and say, by the way, congratulations, you're a heel now. You're going to go be an asshole. Having a super over face is a, is a, is a real bad problem to have. (laughs) I mean, that's a real issue, right? I mean, God, no, I'm, I'm down. It's, it's tremendous. It really is. Um, I don't know when you reinsert Roman Reigns. Well, supposedly it's at payback. He announced that for payback. I know, but is it, like, he's not showing up until payback? Yeah. Oh, I, I assume that's, I would hope. That's the case. I think that's the appropriate way to handle it. Yeah, I think it's the. Appropriate I mean, I, way. I would have tried to go even a little longer, but if you're going, if you want to do payback, fine. Yeah, I was, I was actually kind of like, I was hoping that it would be longer too, um, especially after Braun said that he gave him a separated shoulder and broken ribs, and I was like, it, oh, so it certainly doesn't. Sh- well, it's okay. He's wearing the chest protection and- protector. Right. He's okay that's for right. the broken ribs. That's right. That's true. That is a valid point. Um, it okay, doesn't. Wise, you're not wrong. It doesn't help the people that. 
that claim that part of Roman's problem is super Roman, right? It doesn't help to have him come back for payback. No, but, 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 the, good, but the good thing is is that you can have Roman, with him being beat up like that, you can have him lose clean to Braun, which I think he will, because except for WrestleMania, that's all he's pretty much done. And uh, I think he's going to lose clean to Braun, and it would, in their minds... It wouldn't damage Roman because he was still had broken ribs and a fucking terrible shoulder. I hope shoulder. that's the case. I really hope that's the case. I, I think that would be great if he showed some vulnerability. I, I think I, I think that you do have a problem if after you do all this ridiculous stuff with Braun Strowman, uh, he loses at the pay per view. I, I think that could cause. I mean, not a problem problem, because it's the same problem that they've had. Aaron, you're but... the worst kind of person. <laughs> some, did you just say some vulnerability? Are you one of those people that pretends he hasn't lost 90% of his big matches in the last year? Well, I'm saying that if he comes out and wins after he gets an ambulance flipped over, it would be a bad thing. And and to be fair, I, if, if, I, we're talk, I, if we're talking I, about I, cleanly, I, he hasn't I lost agree. cleanly I, since I, July. I agree. I, stop yelling, A. B, I, <laughs> I agree with that. That if he comes back and wins off of that, that would be a bad look for him. But don't say, no, oh, if he shows some vulnerability with your little condescending, pest, motherfucking side-talking remarks to try to make it seem like he's never vulnerable and he never loses, cocksucker. I caught what you were saying. Well, when when is the last time he lost cleanly? Probably. July? Battleground? No, no bro. No. You're going to make me look it up, but it's yeah, definitely... I mean, I'm, I, in fairness, I don't know off the top of my head. I mean, he, he lost those matches to Owens, dirty. He lost the, the U.S. title in the... I mean, if you want to say that was clean because it was a no-DQ handicap yeah. match, fine, that was clean. But it, again, it was a no-DQ handicap match. Correct. Uh, he hasn't won, lost, you know, si- singularity since Battleground, cleanly. He lost to Kevin Owens. With massive Jericho interference every time. He lo- Jericho was hanging over the and the, threw brass, and threw knuckles, brass down. knuckles down. Yes, but that's a no DQ match. That's not a massive interference in a no DQ match. That was not a clean loss. Massive interference is a match where he throws the brass knuckles in, and it's not a no DQ match. I, I you mean, can't say it's- that, that point. <laughs> I, I can't believe you're doing this because this is completely kayfabe. The point of putting him in the Shark Tank. <laughs> Is that he doesn't interfere with the match, and yet he interfered with the match. So yes, while technically it's no DQ, sure, but they were specifically trying. This is such a dumb. <laughs> I don't know why we're doing this. I gotta stop. We gotta stop. We can't do this. Let's move on to the point. The point being, I agree with you guys. I think it'd be best for Roman Reigns if he lost this match. I also think there's a question right now of what are you pointing to for SummerSlam as far as Brock Lesnar is concerned? Because I suggested a, in in the couple of weeks after WrestleMania, I thought it was obvious that it was Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns that we were getting. Is it possible that they would rather try to hold that off and wait until WrestleMania and pull the trigger on Brock Braun, which is something we have talked about a number of times at SummerSlam instead? Well, here's the question. Is Lesnar going to show up between now and then? Because I I I called it fucking six months ago. Braun Strowman is going to win the fucking belt at SummerSlam. Right. So you are the belief that that's what we're, get, we're that's what we're getting. We're getting Braun Brock at SummerSlam and Braun. Yeah, because win. SummerSlam is the is the pay per view that you get matches that should be main events at WrestleMania, but you won't get them because at WrestleMania you get the guys that they want to put over. Well, so I guess here's the question: Do we see Lesnar till SummerSlam then? 
Do we see him? Yeah, well, no, we'll I mean, do, do, does, does he, he defend get... the title? Because right now I'm thinking that he might defend the title at possibly Battleground. Okay. I mean, not ba- uh, what uh, Extreme Rules. Okay. I bet if he defends the title between now and then again, it's, it's against someone innocuous. Okay. Someone that you don't have, that you know is not taking the, that they do it for the sake of having him out there. And I don't know who that is off the top. It's of probably head, somebody right? that they can't get on television. They just get video packages. Right. Only, they only get video packages <laughs> for because they suck. Right. Um, I don't know who that, I don't know who that, I mean, I don't think you can do Dean again. Jesus Christ. It would be so bad if they did Dean again. Um, I, I don't know who that person is off the top. It of my could head. be, <laughs> I, I was going to say something, but it just sounds too ridiculous. I was going to say it as a joke and try to play it off. Kurt like Hawkins? Joke. No, I was going to say The Miz. Well, like, I, it, it would make sense for like wrestling fan wise, but The Miz versus Brock Lesnar. Uh, yeah, you, you, yeah don't, you, uh, don't, you don't, you don't, you don't want to, you don't want to go down that road. That match, bro. I, I do think it's interesting that, you know, it, it's kind of talking about Lesnar and the title, how he's not on this pay-per-view. Apparently the WWE title is not being defended on this upcoming pay-per-view at Payback. Yeah, this is, super is weird. It, it's Bray Orton in non-title match yeah, as of now. That's super weird. That's, I mean, the, the obvious reason is they want Bray to win and they can't have Bray win. But right, I hear you, but like, uh, but, but yeah, but then why is this match happening? If it's, right. yeah, like it's, that's so weird. I don't even know how to describe it. Actually, um, maybe that's the way you go. If you're having a, a defense between now and SummerSlam. Brock Bray. Oh, Brock Bray would be that, good. That would be sick. As, as, and if Bray's coming off the win over Orton in right. the House of Horrors so match. You can make it viable that Bray could win, but it's not going to hurt him too and, much. And, you know, he, he, he still has a title. Because if this isn't the title match, then hypothetically right, he should he still, still have a title win. match coming to him. You can build that. Yeah, I mean, I look, I don't think anybody's going to have a problem with it if they do. I mean, I, I think that's I think that's great if they end up doing that. But I'm, I am I get the argument for they want to – people have discussed the idea that they want to hold off Brock Reigns to make that a, a, a WrestleMania main event, and that's very Especially logical. Especially if, if Reigns is supposed to dethrone Lesnar. Oh, my God. That just seems like they have no, – they, they're doing this to themselves <laughs> again. They're doing this to themselves it's fine. I don't. I get it. It makes all the sense in the world until you remember it's WrestleMania, and there's going to be ninety thousand people in a stadium that are all going to just be furious. That's fine. Ten years from now, when Roman Reigns is fucking. <laughs> <laughs> Ten years from now, when Roman Reigns, when fans are begging Roman Reigns to be inducted in the Hall of Fame because he's a fucking mega crossover superstar because everyone loves him that isn't a fucking dork that lives in their mom's basement. And wow. when they, hey. when they hey. realize wow. that mom's got a spacious basement and I pay rent, settle down. When everyone everyone realizes that ten years from now they're gonna be all on his jock when he's fucking bigger he probably will never nobody will ever be bigger than the rock. But he'll definitely probably be bigger than Dave Batista and fucking John Cena, like in movies and crossover shit wise. I mean, people, like, women love Roman Reigns. Like, people really just gloss over the fact that women love this man. Women love him. You good? They love him. You good, bud? You good? They love him. You good? Hey, I'm, I wanted to play a game. Um, I'm going to bring up Serena Williams again. You get me to Roman Reigns, all right? Okay. Okay. Serena Williams. Well, this is easy. Uh, Serena Williams uh, is pregnant. And she got that way looking in Roman Reigns' eyes. <laughs> I, I thought, thought you I thought you were going to say Serena Williams is a woman. Oh, I, was gonna, I thought oh. Serena Williams is the greatest. Roman Reigns is the greatest. Easiest yeah, comparison that ever. That would have been good. That would have worked just fine, too. Ah, oh, there is, there was that part of, portion of the program. If you're wondering it, what part of the, part of the program is. Again, we need to. a belt. We need an AJ Bell in <laughs> here. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, I think I think that doing Braun Lesnar would make sense. Now, what do you do with Braun for the months leading up to that? Is the question right? Like, how do you how do you keep him hot? I, I mean, obviously, you have him just flip over. Just the throw ring. ambulances. <laughs> just, just, oh, did you say flip over the ring? <laughs> yes. Oh my God, I'm all in. I'm all in. I, I like the view because I had, I had Bro, tweeted out that oh look the LED lights aren't there, and so we were joking. Oh well, Roman has to one up him. Roman's gonna flip over the ring with both of them in it. <laughs> you do realize that. Roman, I mean not Roman. Uh, Braun is going to like how he's going to get the number one contender spot is he's going to be a battle royal and he's going to flip over the ring with everybody, <laughs> <laughs> and they're just going to climb in it, and, <laughs> and everyone's going to go over the top rope on the other side, and then he's going to put it down and he's going to slide in. I want to see, see him throw the entire announce table, like pick up and chuck the announce. Oh table, yeah, you know, like yeah, into the ring. That's what I'm waiting for next. God. Well, he can't do it in the ring because it's the announce table's on the ramp. And but no, oh, he can he can carry it down. Yeah, he can carry it down. This is come on. He flipped an <laughs> ambulance, dick. Yeah, that's true. But that, that announce table's heavier than you think, and it's awkward. Well, I mean, an ambulance is he's, heavier than you think. For, forget picking up this year. He's going to pick up the entire ramp. Right. <laughs> the whole ramp. God. Uh, all right. Um, what else from Raw? Uh, revival injured. That sucks. Yeah, it's really, really, really sucks. sucks. It's all Hideo Tommy's fault. Is it? Is it a, yeah. a Tommy or Nakamura? I'm hoping it's, it's a Tommy. I'm it's, really hoping it's a Tommy. It's 100% Hideo Tommy. Okay. Wow. I, this is this is factual information that I know. Okay. Uh, can you tell me anything more? Or? I can't tell you anything oh, more. Oh, because it was from the gotcha. Well, no, wait. It's, it was from a house show, though. It was from. It was in Georgia that it happened. Where were? Is that? Yeah, th- this happened over the week. This didn't happen, I don't think, because he wrestled. No. He wrestled three matches over the week, or wrestled two matches and didn't wrestle the third match over the weekend when NXT was doing their Southeast tour. Yeah, I mean, I already. What more did you want to know? Like, I, I, I told you who did it. Okay, I don't know. Okay, you... fair enough. Fair enough. It sucks. <laughs> is the answer to the question? It sucks. That's what it is. Um, the the will they or won't they thing with the Hardys continues to linger and. You get a little bit every time. He's sort of. I mean, sneak- it's not going away, which makes me think it's going to happen. Like, it's, like, and, it's, and just it's, all, it's just the legal situation, man. Yeah, they're, they're, they're just figuring out how much they have to pay Anthem for the rights, and you know. You think that they've already sold Vince on? We're doing. I, I, I think that he I, isn't I, making I, it as blatant as he's still doing the delete okay, thing. Yeah, he's he okay. shouted. Supposedly he shouted at one point, "Come on, Nero," or something like that okay. at ringside. I don't think he does that if it's not happening. I think what's going to end up happening is they're going to lose the belts to probably Sheamus and Cesaro. Um, maybe not this time, but like or in zone cast somebody. They're going to lose the belts to somebody um, within the next month or two months. Extreme gonna, rules, maybe. Yeah, and they're going. To, it'll be their quote unquote breaking point, and then that's when they'll turn into. They'll take a ridiculous spot at Extreme Rules. They'll be in a ladder match or a TLC match or whatever. They'll take just an absolutely ridiculous spot, and then Hardy will come up, and his broken brilliance will be back. I mean, look, I I hope that's the way all this works out. It's just the there's this lingering feeling of you guys are gonna do this, right? Like you you know, there's just a little bit of that feeling that sort of exists. At you know, this it's point. you know, it's so funny is that um, people are so excited to see them, and if they don't. This classic wrestling fans. If they don't become Broken Matt Hardy and Brother oh, Nero by SummerSlam, in, oh yeah, by yeah. SummerSlam, yep, everyone will want them to leave. Yep. Yeah, oh yeah, yep. same. It was the same thing as the Dudleys. Yep, it's exactly the way it's going to work. Exactly. Yep. Which is which is why they're going to go back. Remember, to um, 
10 days ago when Sheamus was the biggest face in all of professional wrestling, and then they said, no, that didn't happen. <laughs> Sheamus wasn't a face, you guys. He's a, he's, he's a heel. Well, now he's a tweener. But he's definitely not all in on it as a I mean, face. I, I, th- I think he was clearly a face this week. I think you're drunk. No, he wasn't clearly a face. He ended up tweening at the end and doing that in the will they or will he or won't he, won't he thing and giving in and shaking his hands. So at the end, he comes off as a face. But he was a dick. They're still trying to pull this off where they're not really. Uh, they but didn't... he was that he was that way because his homie had just lost. Like he's he's not going to be. Rocky might be a blueprint smiling after Cesaro just lost to. But he was a Jeff dick Hardy. to start the show as well. Like he's, he was a dick because it's. I, I, I don't. I don't. I, that promo backstage you're talking about. With yeah. Him, with him in the Hardys and Cesaro, I didn't see that as him being a dick at all. I saw that him as trash talk. I mean, Cesaro did the same thing, and so I mean, it's literally just trash talk. I maybe I just see it from a different perspective. Yeah, I don't know. It comes off. Look, I don't. First of all, if he is a heel again, I don't really have a problem because I think that ultimately you have to break up Cesaro and Sheamus, and the way that you do that is that Sheamus is a heel and Cesaro is like a. It, I think that's the way that works. I guess they could try to, to double and, and go the other way and have Cesaro be the one that screws over Sheamus. Like, I, is anyone is anyone cheering Sheamus over Cesaro though? I don't. Well, yeah. I mean, the kid, kids, well, okay. kids like Sheamus, absolutely. But I mean, kids and uh, Aiden Grimes, most certainly. That's true. <laughs> there we go. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. Who yeah. I do believe qualifies as a kid. I think. <laughs> I think he can. No, I was I was going to say European crowds like for major events, but have for Cesaro some reason, is, cheered, is yeah, European. Yeah. Sheamus. <laughs> I, I'm aware of that, but for some reason, Sheamus got more cheers at all the shows. I think really. I, after I, after the post WrestleMania shows. I'm oh yeah, yeah, that week because he was suddenly the biggest face on the planet again. Right. Because, uh, that's, it was, Which is the, literally the point I'm making. Right for that week, he was a massive face, and I don't understand it. I don't know why. What they but they had purposed it like. They did the stuff with Mick Foley because they wanted him to be a face all it's of a because, sudden. It's because Europeans are so totally neutral on the Swiss. Is that? What <laughs> it is? I mean, the, the Swiss are neutral. All right. Um, yeah. I, look, I ultimately have to get there at some point. So I don't have a problem. It's just, I, it's, it's, it's all very odd to me. It's all very odd. Anything else? Alexa. Alexa wouldn't oh, her right. hometown. Right. Alexa uh, and Alexa Bailey. The at least the build should be wonderful. I'm sure the match will be wonderful. And literally, like. She might drop the belt to Alexa. Like, I know we're all thinking Bailey, Sasha at SummerSlam, but even if, like, if you told me Bailey, Sasha at SummerSlam, I'd be like, great, that sounds fantastic. Right. But I'm, honestly, I would be way more excited for Sasha, Alexa Bliss. Like, I, I, I truly, like, when, in that little moment during the Fatal Four Way, when it was just the two of them in the ring and, and the other two were knocked out, I was like, "Yes, this is going to be fucking awesome." I think Alexa Bliss, especially working with Bailey, her character. Oh, it's, it's going to be wonderful. Mean Girl Alexa is the ultimate exactly. foil for Bailey. Exactly, it's going to be so great, so great to the point that I think that this feud's going to last longer than people think it is. And I think Alexa's going to end up coming out on top, and I think you're going to get Alexa Bliss versus Sasha at SummerSlam, maybe even a triple threat. But and you could see a double turn in the triple threat, which would, or not double turn, but a turn from Sasha in the triple threat, which would be cool. And I, I think that I don't think Alexa's going to not be in the title match at SummerSlam. I just don't. Um. They could go a number of ways, but yeah, I mean, that's certainly in play. She's clearly at this point the top heel 
uh, in the Raw Women's Division and the top of anything, very likely to be in the major pay-per-view. So uh, that definitely reasonable. I actually, I loved when, uh, I, I don't know if we'll anytime soon get a full match out of it, but just the visual of Nia and Alexa in the ring together was so striking because for the most part, you don't see a, a huge difference in physicality between women, just like as far as the looks go. So that was just really striking me. And I'd, I'd love to see in, in some way, whether it's a tag match or whatever, a little more of that just because the visuals were so great. And that and that actually reminds me of something from SmackDown. When they had the little meeting in the office with uh, Natalia and Carmella and Tamina, like I always knew Tamina was bigger than the other girls, but she looked gigantic. Oh, no doubt, then, yeah. She was she was much bigger than fucking James Ellsworth. Like it wasn't close. Like she, I'd never really realized how much larger she is than them. What if they have James Ellsworth in a women's title match at some point? Would that not be possible? Would there not be some way that they could say they're they're going to somehow? It's definitely going to happen in some way, you know, just like they did the Santina thing. I don't know that the tricky thing is how do you have a match because you're not going to have the physical, but you could absolutely have. What I'm saying is, I don't even think you. What I think you have, like he's such a dick that James Ellsworth, your new SmackDown Women's Champion, book it right. As a heel, you have him say something like, "Well, if women are allowed to compete against men, why shouldn't men be allowed to compete against women?" Right. Right. Like and you have and, and that's how you kind of break that mold a little bit. Yeah, we've talked about these yeah. intergender matches and things like that. I, I could see there being an in somehow for something like that. That's all. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it, Charlotte versus James Ellsworth. <laughs> sounds I mean, like the that's greatest not match ever. It's not a great idea, but it would be a great idea. It, it would, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Idea. It would be really really good if it ended up happening that way. I mean that that's how you break that mold. It, you know. You you do it yes. for for a character like that. You know you've always talked about the Miz, and and the problem with the Miz is simply that does it affect Miz too much to do something like that? You do it with James Ellsworth. There's nothing to affect there. Hey, let me go back to Alexa for a second. Did they do this this week because they're trying to turn her into a face? Do they have Alexa? Her, do they have no? Her do they're, it? they're doing it this week because they only have one more Raw before the pay per view. So you and don't think they thought about her being in her hometown and the crowd being, like, cheering her afterwards? I don't think so. Okay. I don't think so. I mean, the crowd cheered after she won the first two times, too. Did they? Yeah. Both times she won the SmackDown Women's title, the crowd popped. Even when she took it off Naomi, the cr- the the crowd – I mean, well, she didn't take it off Naomi, but technically right. she did. Right, won because Naomi you know, got rid of her. Right. Yeah, the, the, the crowd popped both times she won it. Well, but was it an Alexa pop or was it a title change pop is the question. It, uh, a little bit of both. I mean, the crowd, I, 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 the crowd likes we're, Alexa, but – We're not the only three people in the world that like Alexa Bliss. I know. I understand that. What do you mean? I love Alexa Bliss more than anybody else. Yeah, I mean, I definitely, it's more, no question, right? Like you, oh, what? You think other people are into attractive, small, but ridiculously fit, uh, women who are into cosplay? I refuse to believe that. I refuse to believe that anyone else on the planet would like that type of woman. That, that, that doesn't make any sense at all. Um, but that being said, I just wondered if they thought about that at all because I wondered if they were thinking about the idea of trying to keep cheers going moving forward for Alexa. That was my point to that question. You clearly think that's not the case, and so go F yourself. <laughs> now, um, is that it for Raw? Is that, can we, are we good, or is it something else? Yep. All yep. right. Oh, our friend of the show, Brent Grimes, just random Who? news. Does it, does it, yeah, exactly. Uh, I, somebody, by the way, I, 
you know, speaking him of and Mi- him and Miko and Aiden are going to be on Hard Knocks. Doesn't that's right. Yeah, we, we were yeah. talking about that before the show. Yeah, that's really great. Doesn't have anything to do with what we're talking about. Oh, you're about, right. Which, it is, which, which, is. which means that while Hard Knocks is filming, Brent Grimes is going to be on every episode of Jobbing Out. In. Who? who? Um, I I got some guy who uh, commented earlier. I saw him and he said, uh, "I was talking." He was like asking me about how WrestleMania was, and I was talking and everything, and I'm like, "Yeah, you know." And there were a bunch of us staying in the house. It was, uh, it was us and you know Migs, and he listened to the show every week, so he knew. And I'm like, "Yeah, and Brent Grimes." I swear to God, he said back, "Who?" And I was like, "I was like, well, Brent Grimes. He plays for the." And then I was like, "Oh God, I just got mead." <laughs> like, good. Well, good on you, sir. Good on you. All right, uh, Ron Funches is next. I am super excited about that. I am stoked. Ron Funches will join us when we come back in, talk about his upcoming show at Ramshead Live, as well as his fandom for pro wrestling. We'll do it next. I'm Glenn. He's Aaron, and he's... The main event. AJ Francis, the Washington Redskins. This is Jobbing Out. Back in here for segment number three, it is Jobbing Out. Glenn Clark, Aaron Oster of the Baltimore Sun and Rolling Stone, and AJ is killing himself for the fact that he's a professional football player today. We have the real main event here. Yes, this is legit. You understand, this man, his entire credits include shows on NBC like Powerless and, of course, Undateable, Blackish on ABC where he was great. We Everybody loves him on At Midnight. He's the king of At Midnight. Yes, he's absolutely the king. You've seen him on literally everything. He's the biggest professional wrestling fan on the face of the planet. And now he's coming to Baltimore for Funchamania on July 13th at Ramshead Live. I am so excited to chat with Ron Funches, who joins us now on Jobbing Out. Ron, it's so good to talk to you, man. Thank you for taking the time for oh, us. Oh, man, you guys are good at putting credits together. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be your hype man when you finally get an appearance at WrestleMania. I'm trying to be your manager, so I'm. this is my sales pitch to you to have the job. Hey, if they let me in, you got it. <laughs> I'm on board. Before we get into anything else, I want to ask you about something you just did this weekend, and that was uh, with Sean Waltman, the the uh, get high and watch wrestling. I, I What was that like, man? Uh, it was awesome. It was a dream come true. It was actually probably me in front of the, my ultimate audience, a bunch of wrestling nerds who love comedy. It was uh, the show that uh, basically how it started was that people were just making fun of me because they said that's all I like to do is get high and watch wrestling. And so then I was like, I'm going to make some t-shirts. <laughs> and then I was hanging out with Pac, and he was like, maybe you should do a show with that. And so we just did it. So it's kind of like, you know, Mystery Science Theater, where we just watch older older wrestling clips and promos and stuff, and we make fun of it, and we get high. And people gave me money for that. <laughs> I home every day. You know, what a fucking amazing country this is, that that's able to happen. Like, if you went back and told, like, 16-year-old Ron Funches that you were going to be able to get high and watch wrestling with X-Pac, and someone was going to pay you their American dollars in order to be able to view you doing that, what would your response have been? I'd be like, pass me whatever we do. <laughs> Alright, so here's the who is the white whale for you as far as wrestlers you'd like to smoke weed with? <laughs> as far as wrestlers I'd like to smoke weed with. 
Ooh, that's a good question. Probably Charlotte Flair, but that would be like Ontario Motors. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can understand. Can't blame you on that one, right? That would. So if we said it had to be a male wrestler, then, okay. yeah, forcing that. Any era, <laughs> any era it doesn't have to be mm. now. Okay, any era, uh, probably. Uh, I mean, most likely he's like The Rock. I would think that would be awesome, and I think he would do it too because he's from Hawaii. Maybe that's. <laughs> do you have one like? Okay, so you did it with X Pac for money. Is there another one that you've done it with, just like on a Saturday night hanging out? That was a surreal experience. Uh, I think the most surreal experience, and I don't think. I mean, I think that that they won't care, uh, is that we were walking around WrestleMania weekend and going around the Hall of Fame, hanging out with Pac, and, and, um, and the Hall of Fame was a big deal to me. I was so excited to see all these older wrestlers like Kurt Angle and see Teddy Long and, and you know, hear their speeches, but then you realize like after 20 minutes, it's really boring. So uh, <laughs> we spent a lot of time just running back and forth and trying to get high in the bathroom. There's one point where it's just me. X-Pac and Hacksaw Jim Duggan running from bathroom to bathroom <laughs> trying to figure out which one was to be empty so we could get high in. And I'm like, this is insane. That's amazing. I would have paid money to be yeah, watch that. that. You need that. That needs to be like a WrestleMania experience that you can buy with a package. <laughs> get, get high with Ron Funches, X Pac, and Hacksaw Jim Duggan. For, forget these dude ranch experience with legends. Yeah. Let's get that happening. <laughs> that is awesome. Um, how many different? Yeah. How many different bathrooms did you successfully get high in during the course of the Hall of Fame ceremony? Uh, three. That's that's a pretty that's a pretty impressive number. That's a pretty that's good work, sir. That's we bow down to your greatness. We bow down. That is well done, man. You know what I noticed too in Florida? So um, they don't really care. Like, <laughs> I, I noticed well, that. Got too many other things going on. <laughs> got alligators and stuff. <laughs> Hey, that, we just need alligators in every state, apparently. If yeah, you care true. too much and about then, alligators, then... then you need to spread the population to alligators so people stop giving a shit about where I want to get high, right? Like, brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> we figured it out right here. Oh, man. I'm just do it without the alligators, actually. <laughs> well, yeah, but, you know, some people, for whatever reason, have problems with that. Uh, so, uh, got, got to give them a reason to, uh, to uh, change size here. Here's the interesting thing is that, you know, so many celebrities, you know, they claim they're into wrestling. They'll show up at WrestleMania or something like that. But you are everywhere. You are at the, the dingiest bingo halls. You're obviously, you know, you're a mainstay over in Reseda for PWG. You know, what is it about wrestling? And how did you get into the independent scene as well as the uh, the mainstream WWE scene? Uh, well, for me, I started my love of wrestling mostly because I, I was kind of just raised in a house of... Uh, all women. I was raised by my mom and my, and my sister and my aunt. She had a daughter. So um, there wasn't a lot of testosterone going on in the house. We pretty much watched whatever they'd want to watch. And my only kind of uh, oasis from that was that my uncle would take me out to like the Rosemont Horizon in Chicago and we'd go see, you know, we'd see Hulk Hogan and uh, Earthquake and uh, Yokozuna and all those people. And, and I just really just kind of fell in love with the yelling at people and the whole uh, theater of it. And then, as one does, when I got a little bit older and tried to have sex with girls, and they were like, <laughs> they didn't seem like they liked wrestling, I was like, I don't like it either then. <laughs> and uh, it really took, uh, um, you know, a couple years break, and then uh, it was ECW, which I think was for, you know, a lot of people got me back into it with the athleticism and 
the the pot smoking and the uh, and the seeing of boobs. And uh, <laughs> from then, it just kind of deepened it up into the internet. And just now, you know, I'm lucky enough to be a friend with a lot of uh, different wrestlers, both independent wise and in WWE. And um, independent guys are the best because they can actually smoke pot. Right, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> they can talk. They can go right in front of everybody and say, "I'm going to do this right now," and, and they don't have to pretend like they're living some other life. Uh, he's yeah, wrong. No, no, it's so corporate. That was one of the weirdest things I found out by going that weekend is how corporate it was. Oh, I was like, oh man, <laughs> I would be definitely an independent guy. <laughs> <laughs> He is Ron Funchess. Again, Funchamania, July 13th at Rams Head Live. You can get your tickets right now by going to ramsheadlive.com. Um, speaking of which, so our buddy Brandon, who uh, works at Rams Head and who's occasionally a fill-in host on this show, when he found out that you were coming before the show was announced, he sent me the artwork and I said, if I'm Ron Funches, I am blowing up this artwork it literally hanging it on the front of my house. It's all I ever want any human being to see. This is the most beautiful, glorious photo illustration that anyone has ever put together. I, I don't know how you don't just literally make that your avatar for everything for the rest of your life. Oh, I, I pretty much am. <laughs> uh, I want to give props to the artist, uh, Barry Blankenship. You can find him on Twitter at Barry the Art Guy, and he pretty much does... Uh, all of my posters and any of my T-shirts, like I have my uh, Get High Watch Wrestling shirts and my other shirts, and uh, he basically, um, I was in the Northwest doing comedy, and I found him like six, seven years ago, and I've just never stopped working with him because his art is amazing. He just keeps getting better and better, and he clearly gets what I'm about. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, it so, works out. Ron, speaking of the live show, how much can you – so you incorporate your wrestling fandom, like when people see you on At Midnight. You you do not hide from it whatsoever. How much of that are you able to incorporate in the live show versus, like, the the, the, the girls that you were just talking about that aren't into wrestling that want to come out and see Ron Funches? Like, how do you walk that line when you're doing a live show of, I want to tell a really funny joke, but half of the people in the audience might be like, I, I don't know what you're talking about and it sounds stupid to me. I mean, I just try to be funny, really, and and I have all a lot of different types of jokes. I think that is, is one thing I try to be careful about, and not try to be taken down as like a, a comic who just talks about smoking pot or just talks about wrestling. I mean, I'm also a father. I'm also, uh, you know, a guy in a relationship. I have a lot of different areas to talk about, and also then I just like to re- then I make a joke that I think people will relate to, and then I add references that I like. So. If even if you don't necessarily get the reference and you don't know who the Undertaker is or you don't know who this is, you'll get the base joke. And if you get the reference, you're like, "Oh man, I like this guy even more because he likes what I like." You <laughs> to know more about me that way. I feel I think it's a fun way to do comedy. So here's the real question: Are you going to be wearing the robe you during the standoff? <laughs> I'm probably not going to be wearing it on the, on the road. I'm, I'm hopefully going to. Uh, take a lot of this material and, and sharpen it up and make it special. And uh, hopefully, if there's a bunch of making it special, maybe we can we can get out the fireworks and maybe we'll need that manager <laughs> and uh, we'll need that role. Ron, what type? Okay, so wrestling fans suck. Can we all like agree with that? Like we all agree that wrestling fans, for the most part, suck, right? Like we're we're the Ron's part of a Facebook group with the wrestling I, I, fans, like, and we know it. We're we the suck. worst. We're so awful. We complain. We bitch about everything. 
Are you, as a wrestling fan, like coming out on the other side and saying, like, I, I, I'm not going to be that guy? Or are you still in heart one of us who, despite the fact that you love this so much and all you do with your life is watch it all the time, you still, the, the thing that you do the second most is you bitch about it? Well, of course. Okay. I mean, all right. I, if you know, the more you know about something, the more you love about it, the more you can see it, and the more you're like, why does it have to be this way? <laughs> I mean, it's just something you're passionate about. You're passionate about wrestling, and sometimes then you, you take it, and, 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 and what do they always say? Best for business, right? Best for business. And then sometimes they make decisions that show that they're not really doing things best no. for business. They're doing no. it best for ego. So, and now that I know more wrestlers and I know more people inside the business, where I was like, oh, I just think these things and I'm probably wrong. And they just go, yeah, you're right. But what are you going to do? It's the only game in town. And I go, oh. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm right. <laughs> so what, what, what's your big, uh, your big target right now that you're bitching about? Is it Jinder Mahal? Is it uh, the lack of use for... I got no problem with gender. He's not like he's going to win the belt. Even if he does, get it over Randy Orton. I don't care. Hey, Randy Orton. <laughs> wow. Wow. Tell me more about that. Uh, Randy is a great wrestler. He's fun to watch do an RKO, but I just don't enjoy him speaking. I don't enjoy him as a face at all. I think he's a natural heel. When you see him walking around, I see him on the internet vaping. He looks like he could just, uh, you know, he looks like the guy who sleeps with your girlfriend. Same similar with Roman Reigns. You know, these guys don't actually look like you want to hate. Wait. They look like they would sleep with your girl. So do you hate Roman Reigns, too? I love his matches. I think he's a great wrestler. I like where they're going with his character now, now that he's kind of like, I don't care about anything, and I'm just like a jerk. Now that he got but murdered by a seven-foot-tall man. <laughs> yeah, now I like him. <laughs> <laughs> like, dude, you, all right, so I, God, I love this. So you think it was as amazing as the rest of us do when they had the ambulance flip over, right? Like, that's, that is the shit, correct? Yeah, the ambulance stuff was, was great. There was a couple of things just as an actor and the guy in, 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 um, in Hollywood where I was like, oh man, you guys made a couple mistakes. Like when they, <laughs> when he flipped them over in the, uh, stretcher. And then they, the stretcher landed one way, but because that was the opposite of the camera direction, they flipped the stretcher the other way when they went back to the thing and showed him in it. And totally, I was like, oh, I caught that, and that totally brought me out of it. Uh, but when he flipped over that ambulance, I was like, he's just a strong man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that is accurate. He is a really strong man. So wait, wait, are you going to start going as Ron Funches? So awesome. My God. I'll, dude, I, as much as I was a fan of yours before we had this conversation, now I might become a stalker. So I just, I gotta warn you ahead of time. Please, I, I know sort of a doughy white male in his mid 30s with two kids. Please don't think it's too creepy when I'm literally standing outside. Mr. Funches, Mr. Funches, can I smoke a bowl with you? <laughs> like, please, he just wants to get yeah. high and watch wrestling. That's all. Oh, you, that sounds like a little angel. Like a little <laughs> hey, 
um, so, so give me an idea. Are you, when you talk about that stuff that you were saying, uh, when you learn something, does it make you at all jaded as a wrestling fan when you learn some of that stuff? Or can you still just fully enjoy things when you sit down and watch? Um, I can still enjoy it because there, there's so many other avenues. I feel like if it was only WWE, it could get a little bit depressing. But wrestling is amazing overall right now. You can watch, you know, uh, New Japan. You can watch, you can watch progress. You can watch a bunch of things in the UK, and like a lot of people are getting money. You have things where people like the Young Bucks uh, are making clearly, you know, high six figures or whatever, and they're just doing it without WWE, and they're staying home with their kids and stuff, and so. Those are a lot of the beautiful stories. And then for every bad story, there's these stories where you're like, oh, man, I can't believe, you know, Kevin Steen is in the WWE kicking ass all that, all the time, you know? Mm-hmm. So I just never lose sight of that from every time they're trying to be like, here's another 20-minute Roman Reigns promo. <laughs> <laughs> what, what are your favorite things these days? Is it, you know, something local to you? Is it something you're watching online? What, what are your uh, big things right now? Uh, I mean, my favorite thing right now is actually what, what I'm working on. I'm writing a cartoon for CISO, which is basically like my big love letter to the wrestling that I grew up watching. And I'm just writing that, and I'm really, really excited. And the more I write it, the more I see it. And the, and the more I see it, the more I'm like, ooh, this is good. So hopefully they'll make it. Uh, but as far as like real live tangible things right now, um, always CWD. I'm really excited to go to New Japan when they come here to uh, Long Beach. I'm so jealous of you. For that. So um, I've been watching a lot of New Japan. I've been watching, um, you know, just, uh, I watch everything. So, but I've it's been awesome. really liking how NXT, NXT has been stocking back up. So, you know, but for, I mean, pretty much six, six to seven days a week, I'm watching something, so. Well, we're effing stoked to be at Ramshead Live on July 13th. It's a Thursday night. We're gonna we're gonna get fucked up, um, and we're gonna come out. We're gonna have a great time for Funchamania. Thank you. Bring me pop because I don't know anybody there. Oh, sir, <laughs> we'll take care of you. I mean, we will get that taken care of. We'll be hanging out that night. We will. That will not be a problem. It will be the literal least of your problems on that particular evening. Ramshead Live. Now, yeah, RamsheadLive.com is the website. Is. Oh, <laughs> dude, I don't, you don't, you're not going to want to go there, but we'll take you there. <laughs> like, we're happy to take you, but you're not going to want to be there once we get there. I mean, I, this is the way it is. <laughs> we'll still show you. <laughs> At Ron Funches on Twitter, RamsheadLive.com for tickets. Get them for Funchamania, July 13th, 8 o'clock. They're just, they're, uh, by the way, tickets are 15, 20 bucks. Like, Go get your tickets right now. It's going to be a great mm-hmm. effing night. We can't My wait. My talent level far exceeds the ticket price. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, we are, we are such nerdy fans. Like, we are such nerdy fans. We're so glad that uh, you were willing to take some time for us, man. And, and seriously, we will hook up around the time of the show, and uh, we, we will absolutely take care of you in any way we need to. All right? Well, easy. You know what? I s- I stand by it. I stand by it. <laughs> hey, Ron, thank, thank you so much, man. No, thank you, guys. It was a pleasure. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, that was so great. Uh, that 
was so great. I, I feel like he's one of those guys who'd be on my short list of guys who I could just like celebrities I could just hang out with well, at yeah, any point. Like he and want and want to blow. Yeah. Yes, correct. Well, well, I did essentially suggest yes. at the end that we would that we would blow. No, no, you said you. But. Well, I think I spoke for all of us. It was the royal you. I think <laughs> is what that was. <laughs> um, my God, Ron Funches is a funny, funny man. Uh, definitely go see him. We're gonna. I know I'm gonna be there. I think Aaron said he's gonna be there. And AJ, now that he knows that he's probably gonna be able to get back and smoke weed with Ron Funches, better figure out his way to get back from Orlando. Get high and watch Ju- wrestling. On July 13th to hang out with him. Um, Who smokes weed? I've never smoked No, that's a good point. No, I, I didn't mean you. I meant Ron Funches would smoke weed. Yeah, you're just around. Uh, and we could hang out. I mean, I've, I've never once in my entire life <laughs> no. smoked no. weed ever in my entire life. Why? I've never once did that ever lie. <laughs> Um, that was cool. That was super cool. Again, ramsheadlive.com. Get your tickets. And thanks to our buddy Brandon, um, who filled in for AJ for those couple weeks for setting all that up because, uh, that was a delight. It was delightful, you might even say. Um, some sad news that, uh, you know, just, there's nothing else to say. We're very sad that, uh, that Rosie passed away this week. Of course, uh, Roman Reigns' brother. Um, Hopefully, hopefully the hopefully the internet fans don't boo when his picture comes up. Well, that happened on Tuesday night. I don't think they did. Um, Aaron, obviously, you were a massive fan of the superhero in training. I was, and um, even three minute warning. Like three minute warning is one of those. I still have like the song will still come to mind. Right? It's wonderful. That that was one of the better gimmicks, and I'm not quite. Remember who performed the three minute warning song? Oh, I used to know I this. actually know, and it's so weird that I, I know used this. to know this. Yep. Shoot. There's a band that played around here all the time. They're called Two Skinny Jays. Yes. Two Skinny yes. Jays played the three-minute warning song. Yeah, it sucks. That sounds like a shitty time, Two Skinny Jays. <laughs> <laughs> um, it sucks. It sucks. Just, uh, nothing else to say. And Yeah, it does. You know. I feel bad for Roman. Yep. 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 Feel bad for the entire – I mean, obviously, it's a, a massive family that, yep. um, yeah. you know, just – I, I, I don't know. There's no. Other, there's nothing else to say here. There really is. And, and he was only 47. Yep. That's yep. like so That's young. The That's the worst. Yep. The worst. That's like only three years older than Glenn at this point. Basically. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm gonna be 47 next week. I mean, that's basically where we're at. Um, I I realized something the other night, boys. I I have a fantasy booking problem. We're gonna get into our top five here. So, you know, Which I, we have it. Uh, what was the last time we did a top five? It's been a minute. It's been a little while. It's been like yeah. at least two yeah. months, I think. I um. So I read that NXT book, right? Right? Like, I, yeah. I almost wish that we did this. As, fuck, I should have introduced this as a segment. I read that entire NXT book because uh, we had John Robinson on last week. And afterwards, I, I don't know if it started in a dream or if it like started while I was on the elliptical one day or if it started in the shower. Like, these are my thinking times, right? <laughs> like, these are my... Now, there's a reason that it's in the shower with you. I, I am... I don't go to like. There's a reason you're in the shower with him. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> I don't go to like thinking about you know Alexa Bliss. I go to thinking about fantasy. Booking. Right, exactly. I think about fantasy booking. That's what I did, and I had this entire 15 minute thing where I fantasy book them doing an NXT special pay per view this year, where it was the current roster versus former NXT performers, and I fantasy booked an entire night worth of matches that were so good you could do the event in a stadium you know it would be amazing it would be incredible and then i i realized like i spent I, I have a problem i have a problem 
Well, the and, first step is admitting and it. And by the way, I want to write about it because it's an amazing idea and it's something they should do because it would be incredible. How about Sanity versus The Shield, right? Like, tell me that wouldn't be a good thing, okay? Tell me. What that, about Sanity versus New Day? You could do that. You could do that as well. Then you'd have the, you'd have to find other matches for The Shield and that would be problematic. Also, not, uh, Kofi wasn't part of. Oh, yeah, check. You're right. You're right. NXT, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, it'd be tricky to do it that way. Uh, but. I mean, the, the main problem when it comes to those types is how you book it. Without making one side. I think that there's enough that you can pull it off, man. I think you I, could. I think you could. I think you could. What would it matter if the shield Finn, lost? They're Finn, not a thing anymore. Finn Balor versus Drew, uh. Yeah, Drew McIntyre. Drew, Drew McIntyre. That'd be pretty freaking for, good, wouldn't it? For, for somehow the UK title? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I actually, in my, oh my god, I'm such a nerd. In my dream, I don't know why, but I had Tyler Bate versus Regal. For the UK okay. title. Okay. That was the way that I had it going. I bring this all up because it's going to lead me into m- m- number five on the list, on the top five that we did, is actually fresh off of my fantasy booking for this this fantasy NXT pay-per-view that I had in mind. But it's it's a realization. I need I need therapy. I need to seek help because I spent time in my life that I could have been doing something else, productive for my job, with my family, you know, taking care of my son, changing a diaper, and instead, I spent time daydreaming about a fantasy NXT versus former NXT pay-per-view. I need therapy. That in mind, let's do some fantasy booking, boys. It's a top five. Top five, as we are now through the Superstar Shake-Up, let's book SummerSlam. Now, when we do this, specifically, I want us to book it in a way that this is what we would want. If we were in charge, if we were doing the booking, not... Not what we think they'll do, not the what would be make sense based on what they're working with. Saying you are you, you've got the clay, you're molding it, you go whatever direction you want to go, you're in charge, you book SummerSlam. All so right? so I can put that Nakamura wins every single title in you the company. You can't do that within reason. I, <laughs> let me be fair. You've got to be able to get there. All right? You gotta all be right. able to get there. That's the way that this is going to work. Oh, all I right? put Nakamura in front of the crowd. I well, get that. I mean that's true. It does get you there. That's a good point. I will start with my number five. My number five literally comes from this dream that I had the other night where I fantasy booked an entire NXT pay-per-view. And that is a match. Aren't I st- hold on. Aren't I supposed to start and finish? All right. You are the main event. That's the way. And I always do the other way. All right. Never mind. Sorry. My bad. My bad. You're right. You're the main event. Uh, thank I'm, you. I'm sorry. Thank you. I'm going to get this out of the way now because, uh, you know, what I want to see, number five, I want to see Roman Brock. I think it would be. A fantastic match that we never got to see the end of, and it would be their way of saying, look, this is a re- they always try to say, this is a WrestleMania match that we're giving to you at SummerSlam. And this is actually true. This is a real WrestleMania match. That legitimately, yes. That, that they're giving to us at SummerSlam. And I think it would be probably for um, the title, and I think it would be a fantastic match, and Roman would probably win. So I'd be happy, and everyone would be mad. But I think that the I I think the match would be so good that people would eventually get over themselves. Probably not, but that's usually how it works. And that would be my number five. All right, um, sir. Uh, me, I'm I'm going with Lesnar as well for my number five. But um, I I would if we're looking for matches, I want to see that they can reasonably get to right now. Honestly, at this point, I'm more excited about a Lesnar-Braun showdown than a Lesnar-Roman. I think you're going to get Lesnar-Roman at some point. But I'd love to see Lesnar-Braun, especially in a 
last man standing style match, a no, just something where they can both just do ridiculous things. I, I really want to see that match, and I think that it would, especially if it was like a last man standing, it would make sense at SummerSlam. Um, I don't have either of those matches on my list. You'll have to wait. My number five, as I was saying, was the one that I envisioned for this this thing in my brain. That's for the Cruiserweight Championship. And it would involve Neville facing both Tommaso Ciampa and Johnny Gargano. That would be dope. I, I wouldn't hate it. It would be the shit. It would be <laughs> amazing. And it would be very logical, like they were both in the Cruiserweight Classic, and they were still gentlemanly with each other. They could still be a tag team despite the fact that they were doing it. It would involve the elements of what makes DIY amazing. It would be something incredible for the Cruiserweight belt. It would be a major boost to 205 Live. Give me DIY versus Neville for the Cruiserweight title. Give it to me. I need it. I can't breathe without it at this point. That's the way that I feel. AJ, you're number four. My number four. Now, one thing I'll say is that my five is built off of my. I mean, my four is built off of my five, and my one and two are both built off of my three. So I basically kind of booked it like I was actually booking the entire card and not just booking five random matches. Yeah, I hear you. And um, the reason why I don't have uh, Braun Strowman in the title match at SummerSlam is because I, even though I picked him, that I think that he actually will be in it. But if this is what I was booking. I would like Roman versus Brock, and then I would like Braun versus Bray Wyatt. I mean, it's not something that we've done. Did we ever do Braun Bray no. straight up? No, no, because they they were together, and then they just broke yeah, them up they in just the draft. Broke them up in the draft, yeah. yeah. Okay, they, got, they have history. So, so you have you have Bray try to re-recruit him, and Braun says no. Yes, I mean, I'm not opposed to it. I'm not opposed. It doesn't suck. I'll sign sign me up. Sign me up. I'm all in. I'm all in. Sir? Uh, my number four is a bit out there, and probably it could be too big for SummerSlam. And uh, as I was going through this, I realized that there's something going on. You know, as they developed, everyone noticed this immediately. The Shield are all 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 on the same roster. They are indeed all on the same roster. And as I was building this, I realized I really don't have much to do with them singles-wise because in, in my head, The Miz wins the IC title back from uh, Dean Ambrose. So um, I'm reuniting the Shield for SummerSlam to take on, and I haven't figured out the third member of this, but Team Triple H. You have Triple H, Joe. Obviously, Owens isn't involved right now, though you could just say, hey, yeah, th- we're, this, is, there, right? this is SummerSlam. We're going to bring you back here. Um especially because I don't have Kevin Owens as the U.S. champion at the time. So you could potentially do that. Uh, I have The Shield against Team Triple H. I'm trying to think if there would be somebody. Could you just turn Finn oh, yeah, yeah, in that yeah. process and make him the third? Or, or you could do the – I mean, hell, actually, if I was thinking about this more uh, a little time, I might have said Shield versus Balor Club. Oh, <laughs> now you've piqued my interest, yeah. Senator. You're talking my language <laughs> now. Um, my number four – you know, the, the, I, I, there's no way for me to get to AJ Nakamura. I just can't do that. There's no way for me to get there. I can't. I just can't reasonably. So I've got to do two different matches with those two. So what would I want those two to do? The funny thing being the first thought that I had, we're already getting. That's AJ Kevin Owens. I think that's a SummerSlam match, right? Like, I think that you that can stretch it out to there if you should be a SummerSlam championship match, though, is my problem. Like, that's, that's what I would want from that. So I'm going to split it up. 
and I'm going to do two different matches. And so the first one I'll do is instead Kevin Owens, Shinsuke Nakamura as my number four on the list. And I just sit back, I light up a cigar, I take my clothes off, and I stroke my bag the entire time. That's the way that that goes. That's like I think everybody does when they watch. Uh, yeah. yeah, I, I yep. literally, you kind of took my thunder because, like I told you, all my matches build off of one another. Um, the match I had as my number one was Shinsuke Nakamura versus Kevin Owens for the United States title. Yeah, wow, how about that? How about that? I apologize. For, no, I don't. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I. It's just to me, it's the type of thing where. You allow Owens to be such a raging dick, and yet the great thing about the Nakamura character is that he doesn't care. Like, he just doesn't care. Because he doesn't care about anything. Because he's completely unfaced. And that's the beauty of it. And so I think that's the reason why it works. I guess in the meantime, give me your number three. I guess that will be my number three. Okay, you're going to reorder it. This is Kevin Owens versus Shinsuke Nakamura for the United States title. And the other two matches I have also... Build off the fact that Kevin Owens is still holding the U.S. title and Shinsuke Nakamura is facing him at SummerSlam. So I'll do the other matches after that. Uh, I have Nakamura on the list, but I have that as my number one. It's not against Owens, so I'll I'll stick with my number three right now. Uh, It is, you mentioned AJ Styles. AJ Styles is the U.S. champion in my uh, world going into this. I was searching for a heel, searching for a heel, couldn't find one. Realized there's one in my pocket I could have. I want to see AJ Styles versus Mike Bennett. For the U.S. Uh, okay. title right. at SummerSlam, All right. I think that could, should, would be wonderful. I mean, I don't know why it wouldn't be. I mean, shit, it'd be grand, tremendous. Um, I, I want something bigger for AJ. I think AJ is your champion going into to SummerSlam. I think that it's it's a little clunky. I get that to get there, but AJ Styles is the face of SummerSlam. I, I think AJ Styles in, is, in my mind, um, especially if you go Balor Club, uh, you have Owens win the title and you set up for a run with the heel champion. Just SmackDown, I think, sets up better for a heel champion. The problem is when, because we've already got something set into place for what's next and you can't do it then. And so, like, I, I just don't know how quickly you can do all this in order to get to where I, I think that AJ Styles is your champion going into SummerSlam. Somehow, some way, he's your champion. And whether that's like a double turn with Randy Orton, whether that's just saying, look, we're going to have a face versus face. You decide who you like more, and that's the way that it is. Because it leads me into what my number three is, which is a match that we've seen a few times. But I think ultimately was worthy of being the the WrestleMania main event for SmackDown and wasn't, and I would still take now. Um I think that AJ Styles and John Cena can have another match for the title at SummerSlam. And I think that you can do it because you're now safe with AJ Styles. That there's no risk anymore. AJ Styles is over. And I think it actually leads to a better build because now it truly is. This is not it John Cena's is on AJ Styles show if he comes back. It's not the other way around. AJ Styles isn't on John Cena's show. The way that he was during their rivalry, things have changed. There's no argument anymore. SmackDown is where AJ Styles is, and John Cena is coming to visit him there. And I think you can get something truly electric out of that for SummerSlam, knowing John Cena is going to be doing something. You give that will he get to the record thing, I think that's the match. AJ Styles and John Cena in a completely different world. At SummerSlam. 
Um, I'm gonna let you guys go with your uh, number twos and ones because I can't really tell the story of the next two without using each other. Okay, okay. all right, that, that's fair enough. Uh, my number two, uh, I went based on a conversation we had earlier in the show, and that is around the Hardys. What are they going to do? When are they going to break? And I say at SummerSlam, it won't be the exact same thing by HS, but their kind of version of the final deletion. Whatever that ends up being, you have Broken Matt versus Brother Nero at SummerSlam. You know, whether they do the ridiculous, you know, compound or they just have it, you know, in the ring, what, whatever it is, but their version of Matt versus Jeff at SummerSlam. I've got broken Matt Hardy in my number two, but it's not against Jeff. No. It's not against Jeff. I think this is one of those amazing coincidences where they have a chance to have a heel and face kayfabe in a match with the flipped result for the internet community. Okay? I, there's in, K, in the kayfabe right, right, world, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. one's the heel, one's the face. In the internet world, it's very clear One's the face, one's the heel. Correct. And I think it creates a really interesting scenario. Because you said that there's the, this is the one time they can no, do I that. No, I think it's the e- most. It happens in every Roman Reigns match. I was going to say, are, are you doing It doesn't because they still don't really get the other person over as a face every time. Like there's this notion that because they're who's, that's who's facing Roman or that's who's facing Cena, that makes them the face, except for when people just aren't that excited. They, even with AJ Styles, who two months later was super over, when he faced John Cena, he wasn't so over with the average person that you could pull that off. Roman Reigns versus Broken Matt Hardy would do that. Roman Reigns versus Broken Matt Hardy would 100% allow a complete 50-50 split, unlike anything you could do. It would be truly in character. Roman Reigns is the face. Broken Matt Hardy is the heel. And truly, completely, in the world of wrestling fans, one's the face, one's the heel. I think it works. I think it's fire. That's my number two. My number one is my championship match. Brock Lesnar versus Kurt Angle. Because I want to see it. And go fuck yourself if you disagree. Go ahead. You're number I mean, one. that would be a match. It would be amazing. That would be I, a match. I mean, there's no logical reason why it would happen. It's just because I want to see it, and I hate you guys. Hey, you're the booker. You can do what you want as, as long as you get Angle past the doctors, you know, whatever. Um, my number one, and there's someone being conspicuously absent from my card so far, and that man is Shinsuke Nakamura. I tried to find a place for him. Both times, especially with AJ as the U.S. champion, I couldn't quite find it. And then I realized something. There is the most obvious match as far as a huge match for Shinsuke Nakamura. He can go over. He doesn't need to win a title. And it's going to be wonderful. And it could even be the main event. And that's Shinsuke Nakamura versus John Cena. Wow. Um, it's something that I thought about. You know, I, I've thought about it a ton. I, I... Cena doesn't win at... That, that's the point. Cena, like, never wins at SummerSlam. And that's something I, I found really important. I wanted... Shinsuke Nakamura to get a big win at SummerSlam, and Cena allows him to do that without really affecting the rest of the card necessarily. You know, it, it wouldn't give a a loss to Owens that you might not necessarily want to give him. You know, things like that. Nakamura versus Cena does everything you want. I, I think out of that SummerSlam appearance. Yeah, I mean, I <laughs> if you tell me it was happening. I'd not be. I'd be very excited about it. It would be great. It would obviously be great for Nakamura. I think it would be really good for John Cena Absolutely. To, to put him in a situation where 
He uh, can't cut his normal promo against Shinsuke Nakamura. Right, correct. He can't just do the same super. It's a totally different world. I think in a way it almost forces him to be a little bit more, I don't know if humble's the right word. Grounded? But yeah, grounded. I, I think it would be very good for John Cena. I, I love it. I don't think there's a chance in hell that it'll happen until I've, I'm proven otherwise, and then sign me up. Sign me up for it entirely. All right, give me your number two and number one. Um, so, like I said earlier, I think AJ Styles versus uh, Kevin Owens is for the U.S. title, which would be, the, in my mind, the biggest matches of these three. Um, but, I mean, anytime AJ Styles versus Kevin Owens, if it was for the women's title, it would be the biggest match on the card. That would be a big um, match for a number of reasons. Huge. It would be earth-shattering. <laughs> if, it were, if it was for the Cruiserweight title, it would be the biggest match of the world. But um, the reason I have Kevin Owens as a U.S. champion still is because I don't think AJ's going to take the title off of him. And the reason I don't think that AJ's going to take the title off of him is also because I think that Jinder Mahal is a st- one-month stopgap and I think at Money in the Bank, we're going to see a situation in which Baron Corbin wins Money in the Bank, cashes it in either that night or soon, takes the belt off of Randy Orton, and you after he gets Randy Orton out of his way, you have Baron Corbin versus AJ Styles for the WWE title at SummerSlam, and you have a chance for AJ Styles to go over as a mega face against a person nobody's going to cheer in Baron Corbin. And you establish AJ Styles as your mega face on SmackDown, even though he already is, but you establish him as that. And then the other match I would get, because at SummerSlam, we always SummerSlam and at um, uh, WrestleMania, we always get a mid card match between two guys that everybody knows can go. And they go for like 20 minutes randomly. And it's just one of the best matches of the night. And I'm going with, Randy Orton, after losing his title to um, Baron Corbin, Randy Orton versus – Aaron's going to hate this – versus Dolph Ziggler <laughs> at SummerSlam. And that match, that match very well might steal the show. Well, yeah, it could be tremendous. There's no doubt about that. But obviously Dolph Ziggler sucks. So Exactly. Know, I mean, Jesus. And Randy Orton can't get over. So you know what? <laughs> Hey man, I'm in it. I'm in. I'm in. I'm in. I'm in. Uh, love it. Love it. Love it. Let's do it. Let's make it all happen. All right, there you go. That's your top five for this week. Uh, that'll do it for this week's episode of the program. Let's run down the plugs. AJ, you're on Twitter at AJ Francis 410. And tell everybody about the Francis Sports Academy. Francis Sports Academy. You know we're on training. My dad's still doing basketball training. Um, I'm gonna be setting up a football training event at some point while I'm in Maryland. Um, I'm also. Uh, back in OTA, so I'm just grinding right now, you know what I'm saying? You can follow us on Instagram at Francis underscore sports. Um, same thing on Twitter, Francis underscore sports. Um, also, you know, be on the lookout, you know what I'm saying? OTA on the way, my album OTA. No doubt. No doubt. Go, on, go on iTunes, check out European. Um, it's a dope song. I got some other songs coming out. Um, I'm gonna have some guys on the album. That you may have heard of, you know, Stitches, who's a very famous rapper from Miami. He's going to be on my um, album. He's going to be on actually the next song that I released called Do It, which you guys have heard. Um, 
as well as uh, Josh Whoa. Josh Josh Gordon is probably going to be so on the crazy. Album. That's so crazy. So yeah, it's going to be a good time. I remember when we were drunk, uh, you were you were playing "Do It," and I like rewrote the the hook as if it was a white guy saying it, and I can't remember exactly <laughs> how I did it now. I can't remember exactly. The cook is you don't you don't really want. Do yeah, it. it was like you don't you don't really want me to do it like something <laughs> like that. Uh, all right, uh, very cool, man. Uh, Aaron, you are on Twitter at daoster. The show's on Twitter at jobbing out show. Our email address jobbing out show at gmail dot com. What do you have coming up at the bottom of Sun Rolling Stone? Uh, I might have something for Rolling Stone. I don't know. It's kind of up in the air right now. I'm going to use my time to uh, plug one of our friends uh, over at Awesome Condo. All I have to say is, if you're a wrestling fan, I, I just got some news today. Pay attention to the guest announcements over the next couple weeks because there's going to be something that uh, really interesting. All right. So just pay attention to that. Very cool. For Awesome Con. Awesome Con in D.C. All right. Very cool. I'm on Twitter at Glenn Clark Radio. GlennClarkRadio.com is my website. Thanks again to Ron Funches. Freaking hilarious. RamsHeadLive.com for his show July 13th. For Aaron Oster, the Baltimore Sun and Rolling Stone, and for... The main event. Vent. Vent, 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 vent. AJ Francis of the Washington Redskins. I'm Glenn Clark. This is Ben jobbing out.